Welcome to the Ross, L and Luke show. My name is Ross Pepper. Almost 15 years ago, I discovered we are all infinitely more powerful than we realize. And now it's my life's purpose to help you discover your greatness. Alistair McDonald. Hey, Ross. Al is, has founded multiple businesses, including one he recently took from startup to 50 mil turnover. He works as a business coach, helping teams achieve powerful results. And we have Luke Farrar. Hello. Luke is the CEO and founder of LF Signs. He loves sales so much, I think he'll never give it up. So he'd best introduce himself. Yeah, so I'm an, I'm an all-around nice guy, great salesman, funny as fuck, extremely good-looking, uh, and I don't know what modesty is as yet, but I'm, I'll find it eventually. <laughs> Thanks, mate. The three of us are Aussie blokes, we're dads, and we're entrepreneurs. Between us, we've made a lot of mistakes and learned a few things about life, love, relationships, and business. And we're here to share those with you. You may get three different perspectives or you may get one universal agreement. But whatever you take away from today, you can be absolutely guaranteed we enjoyed delivering it to you. Hello, gentlemen, and welcome to episode number 52. Hmm. And 52... I'm looking was... forward to that day. <laughs> 52. 52. Thankfully, it's a few years off. You're not sure? <laughs> so 52, and I'd love to talk about living in the present moment. So we spoke about joy on the last episode, and I think that joy is is really going to um, come up again or um, for being in the present moment. Because we live, and, and I know I said this a couple of episodes, but we didn't really get into the, the detail of it because we said we'd do it on the next episode. So... <clears throat> Living in the present moment, in life, we go through life thinking so much about the past. We spend so much time and energy thinking about what's happened in the past. But it doesn't exist. The past doesn't exist. You just have a memory, which is however your memory is of the past. It's not even the actual past. It's just your version of it. You know, you left so many details out of that past because you, most of them you didn't even know and the rest of them you, your brain couldn't comprehend so it just filtered them out. So what you have is a specific rem- memory of one little bit of the past and you then run that through your head again and again. Well, or we, let's, let's, let's say it how it really is. You have something with emotions attached to it hmm. that are possibly completely and utterly... Um, unrealistic given what actually happened. Yeah, yeah. So it's totally distorted at times. The number of times I've heard of, um, you know, um, girls that were really great friends at school, they had a falling out about something. Um, They never spoke to each other again. You know, blokes will have a punch up and they're they're still mates. But girls, they'll have a falling out and they won't speak to each other again. They catch up like 10, 20 years later and they go, oh no, that's not what happened. And there was just this mass Mm. misunderstanding and they're best friends again. It's like you've just wasted 10, 20 years of, of you know, connection with that individual and instead you've, you've harbored hate and resentment or whatever else in your, in your heart. And uh, yeah, so you're right. You know, our memory of it is so twisted and distorted, uh, which is the emotion with it as well. Absolutely. In fact, police have a lot of trouble, and I'm pretty sure I've probably said this on an episode, police have trouble when they turn up to a crime, like a crime that's quite intense. So you think you'd have a pretty clear memory about it because your brain's on. And they have trouble trying to decipher the clothes that the criminals were wearing because they're like, well, we need to find them if they're in the streets somewhere nearby and we need to find them. So we need to know what they're wearing so we can spot them. How tall were they? What color? Oh, they're wearing um, a blue jumper. 
No, no, it was a red jumper. What are you talking about? It was blue. Yeah. And so they need to decipher what these people were really wearing, which is where you know video footage is useful because that's usually more accurate than people's memory. Yeah. Even though it was something really intense. But because of our beliefs and, and everything that we have going on for ourselves, we just thought and generalize and, you know, criminals just wear black is kind of a, a belief or, you know, because they were angry, they saw the person as angry, they imagined them as wearing red or, and things like that. So we can distort, our memories can distort because of the things that we focus on and the connections that we have in our brain. And it's amazing that the stuff that gets created. But the only thing that is real is now. And now, and now, and now. Yeah. Like right now, in this present moment, is the only thing that's real. And so many people miss life because they're not living in the present moment. So now that I know that we're not going live, uh, <laughs> this is recorded, then when someone hears now, is that now or is that in the past? Or It's as they hear it. That's the only, as they're hearing it. Because that's, that's, that's so the So for us, real. it's yeah. the future because we're not live. But for us, it's the future. And for them, it's the past. What's he doing? <laughs> he's, he's fucking with our heads, just, man. No, it just shows how nah. fucked up it is. But why, right why now, do we, we to... are talking about yeah. something that's now. Yeah. And everyone else is going to hear it as the past. Yes. And we're, future, talking, about, hear it and we're talking about them in the future. Yeah. So this just shows how... No, we're, we're talking about them now. We're talking about them now, but we're talking about how they're going to perceive this in the future. But it is... <laughs> yeah... I'm just showing how screwed up it <laughs> yeah. all is. Like, the, the temporal thing just makes it really, really, really yeah. confusing if we start to think about that. That's probably why we're and is, not tuned into that. Is the time... Yeah, that's a relevant point. Well, time is not time is a man-made construct. Yeah. But scientists say we live in space and time. Great. But li- living <laughs> living and, in and, the... And they're, and they're so reliable. <laughs> they are. Well, living scientists, in the experience. we can love you not... Well, no, they've, they've sometimes they've they've discovered all sorts of things. It's another great religion. Science is the greatest religion I've ever seen. Actually, yeah, it's a good, yeah, it's a good, you know, scientific based, uh, you know, work out there. Totally, the Earth is flat, isn't it? No, oh, not that kind of stuff, man. No. Well, science. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I actually know someone who does believe it's flat. Cool. And 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 they said that you know you can go and you can find all the evidence that you need to to prove it's flat as well. And you know what it would be? It'd be a thirty second conversation from me. It'd be a good handshake. It'd be awesome to meet you, mate. All the best. Because that's it. There's no you throw your credence to it. Do you know what I mean? If you're well, trying so hang to hang on, so hang on a minute. Hang on. Yeah. Let, let let me position this because it's not relevant for me. Yeah, and it's not not because yeah. I don't believe. But if that. we go back to yeah. when every single person on the planet thought that the planet was flat, like they believed it. Yeah. And, not, and they believed it to the point where they operated like it, and to say that it wasn't flat was heresy. Right? It was, you're like, there's, you know, it, it is flat, and that's a that's a fact. And everybody operated like it was flat. Therefore, yeah. the world was flat. So okay? right now... The experience but... of the world was one of being flat. So right now, we have an experience of the world being round. Okay? Well, there's still people out there, groups, that, you know... Believe it's flat. Absolutely. Yeah. So, believing it's round or believing it's flat doesn't make it round, doesn't make it flat. It means that it's round or it's flat in our experience of it. But they'll, or, they'll argue it to the end of the earth. That's what I think uh, Jay Rogan said it. He goes, so they got the Japanese have got this satellite, right? Mm-hmm. That can show you a picture of the earth. 
So guys going pleading. It's fucking flat. Do they? Yeah, let me bring it up. Yeah. Pop live feed. Check a... it out. Beautiful place, isn't it? Do fucking they... looks round to me. Do they nah, have a satellite? That's, and that's made it? up. Yeah. Oh no, that's all doctored and you know this and that. He's going, dude. Yeah, let's get pictures of what this satellite. What evidence does he have of this machine taking pictures? You know, oh no, that's doctored too. What evidence does he have that it actually is there? He doesn't. He just believes it. But he doesn't. Oh, but that that for, I suppose for him, it's like you know, it's been. What you were saying was it's just a waste of time even having that conversation. Well, that's right. Like, I mean, it fucking goes nowhere, doesn't it? Like, how does it service? Like, okay, if it's flat and it's dangerous, like, and we need to be aware of it, great, you know. But it's is it really? There's deeper issues. Like, there's fucking bigger things to fry, mate, than, than worrying whether Such the as? earth is, well, you know, helping others, you know, fucking. Do like, other people need help? Maybe. Do they? But, but can they help if they're going is on about the flat world? Is there a satellite that world? shows those people that need help? No, no. I'm, I'm being serious. I'm being a smart ass, but I'm being serious. How do we know other people need help? Well, we, we tune in. We, we stop talking about how flat the earth is and arguing with the round earth people and. And, you know, tune into others. Is, isn't that a more sort of positive? Oh, working in the community, helping out an old lady. Um, fucking, there could be a hundred things. Donating your time, volunteering to others that need it over arguing whether the earth is round or flat. Uh, well, without me, I don't, know. I don't need to be, be on about it because yeah. I'm like, you know, I don't need yeah. to waste too much time on that shit. But our perception of what people need is our perception of what people need. It doesn't mean it's the case. Well, it might be the conversation that, you know, I met a person like that and hear their argument, great. Fuck, that's, you know, it's really believable. Like, yeah, so what you've told me is believable. Both sides are. Yep. Really great to meet you. That's it. Like, yeah. it, 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 But the the point is, I guess, with what we think, what we're, the conversation's going here at the moment, is that everything we believe is completely made up. Yes. But because of what we believe, we believe it, we will operate in a way that is true which makes it true. And we will defend that it's right. It's yeah. real. Yeah. It's... We, we go to war over our beliefs. Yeah. Um, people die for beliefs every day. Um, and it doesn't mean that that belief was right or wrong. Um, but it does it matter? Does it, it matter? Wrong. Does it matter? And if it's relevant. And the person might say, yes, it does matter to me. And you go, well, that's cool. That's does a it thing. matter helping other people? Isn't our job to live yeah. our life as best we you're can right. and not fucking waste our time? And maybe on not. Some people would say, "Well, no, fucking, that's just you know, you know, worse than the you know the flat, got the, the you know, discussing the other issue. Like, there's no difference. You know, I find that my objective, I feel, he'd have more of an impact helping others. But whether that's right or wrong, I don't think there is that answer. It's more whether it's relevant or not to me at the time. Beautiful. So living in the moment, how does that correlate? Like, you know, okay, cool. So it's flat, awesome, acknowledged. Let's live in the now. Cool? Yeah. And, and now's where it is. In fact, if you haven't read the book, The Power of Now, I highly recommend it. Uh, I will preface that by saying that it is not necessarily an easy read or listen. Uh, it is often unfamiliar in what it's presenting about living in now and, and the concepts around that. But it is a really good book in the way that it kind of explains it. People come up with questions. You go, oh, you know, when I've said this bit of, you know, created this belief for you, this is the way that some people respond to it with these kind of questions. Let me answer those for you. Yeah. So that can be really helpful for people to get an understanding of it. Uh, I think it's an amazing book. I know people that have gone through it multiple times. 
but the ability to live in now is where it's at. You know, I've, as a business coach, I get to have people in front of me that say, oh, things like, um, when I'm at home with my family, I feel like I should be at work. I feel guilty that I'm not working. When I'm at work, I feel guilty that I'm not at home with my family. And this is kind of their experience of, of life. Whenever, they, whenever they're at work, hmm. their mind's at home. Whenever they're at home, their mind's at work. They're never present. Is there a problem? They're just thinking But we're just talking about being present. Yeah. Well, they're people... welcome to, but I think there's other ways. And the only, the only time is now. So if there's only now and we're not present to it, we're missing life. You know, we're living this, this imagination in our in a kind of experience in our mind that's not quite as, in my experience, it's not nearly as real and joyful as living in the moment. So we're a little bit abstract. Can we think of an actual moment or are there moments where we can actually say, I was really alive in that moment? Oh, did we, sure. did we experience love, joy, connection? That, that's that's one way for me as an indicator to gauge if I am present or not. So yeah? the first one that comes to my mind for me, this is this is why I'm asking this question because I feel like we're still bringing color and judgment to this conversation, which is about not having any, actually. So, well, that's your opinion. What jumps to, <laughs> oh, what, geez, yeah. what jumps to my mind though when when I asked that question was um, I started playing footy at 39. We've had this conversation I think a long time ago. Yeah, and. Um, and I did that because I wanted a challenge. I wanted a physical challenge and nothing else I was doing in my life. And I'm a team-based guy. I won't go to the gym on my own, all that other noise, right? Yeah. Now, first season, I'm in a club that's that's had two successful years, two years before I joined. <laughs> yeah. And um, and then that, that was the peak and then I'm on the, like, the fast downslope. So I come in to the reserves at 39, done my first pre-season and I mean I couldn't even I couldn't run to start with and I've done a full pre-season I'm not in reasonable shape yeah, now yeah. done a hammy in the first practice match six weeks later I'm playing my first game you know and um, so it wasn't the first game it's not the memory that came to mind it was later in the season so I don't know what round it was but we were out at Monash Uni and at this stage I'm 39 and we have 16 players and I'm in the ruck so there's no other ruckman. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big job. Yeah. It's a big fucking job. And <clears throat> the other, so Monash have, they have a full bench. They've got 22 players and they've got three ruckmen. Yeah. And their average age is probably, I don't know, 22, 21. It's probably 21. Yeah. Maybe 20. Mm. So I'm playing so three blokes. I'm playing three blokes who are only one and a half times older than me total. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Built like brick fucking shit houses, you know. And I'm still in the mindset, by the way, where I'm, I'm not, I'm small and I'm weak and I'm, you know, and I'm out there and I'm running all day. And it's just, I remember getting through that, just not believing it was even possible to have gotten through what I just got through. Yeah. And, and then uh, grabbed my mate, went up to the bottle shop and grabbed a six pack because that's what I did after every game because it was, for me, it was the only way to recover. Yeah. And um, it's always bullshit about you to go have protein and water. Yeah, it's all bullshit, ice, mate. Yeah. Six pack. It's the way to go. So... Clearly it was working. Worked brilliantly, mate. So then I... And then I the mind. And then I hung around and I was... Me and the, the guy I was driving were the only ones hanging around other than the two coaches in our team and so I got I got the BOG for the reserves. Oh, did you? Yeah, <laughs> Just because no. I was the only one left. Yeah, the canteen award. But you know what? But whatever. I could tell a million different stories all that. The yeah. fact is though that I know I overachieved or I achieved far more than I believe was possible before that game. Yeah. 
and by now I've already played half a season, done pre all this other stuff, and I'm still nowhere near what is possible. And so when we just when we're talking about when we're truly present, I mean I had no choice. I'm out there. Oh, and I had all my shoulders strapped. So these motherfuckers are not only a lot younger and stronger and fitter than me, they're smashing into my shoulders constantly yeah. to just try and weaken mm-hmm. me. Weaken you, yeah. And fuck them. They all had interchange. They all had a rest. I did not. I played the entire game. Fuck them. Yeah. I kicked their asses. They probably kicked mine in every stat, but I kicked their asses because I carried myself through something that they did not. Yeah. Mm. So for me, that was that was an experience of presence that I've rarely had any, anywhere else in my life. Yeah. yeah. Because it was so, I guess the words visceral. It was so real, so physically real. And you have to be in that how, instance or scenario. You have well, to be present. You can't be thinking about what you're cooking for dinner when you're going. It's up certainly harder not to be three quarter time. Well, no, I, you, you yeah, I, you, you, you shouldn't be playing. You, you can be get likely some, to be injured and end up and end up off, off the yeah. Off and the you've got to, you know, you've got to be ready for the contest. So that's that's a mm. yeah, that's a good point. But even. To, to add to that as well, that potentially some people in life, you don't realise how far you've come because you haven't been present yes. through the whole process yes. to like you've even got to that point. Yes. You know, I thought about that today driving here and I'm like, all these little things happen and you're like, well, hang on a sec. You know, like being present, you realise that things have happened, you mm-hmm. know, and, and I've gotten to a point now and I'm grateful that, you know, I come to do a podcast with you guys. You know, I'm starting to do other things and the penny's starting to drop in areas where I'm, you know, probably going to have a lot more impact than what I feel now that I'm, you know, having uh, in life in general. But, yeah, it was just being that present and going, well, hang on, just fucking wall the horses a bit. So, yeah, and like even you just telling that story, it's like, well, you might be sitting back drinking that six-pack and you wall the horses, so to speak, and go, fuck, hang on, I've done the pre-season. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm here. Like, I, I didn't didn't really expect to be or, you know, I, I, mm. I had doubts. Not. I didn't expect a good game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let alone starting the reserves yeah. like every week. But then you could, you know, potentially go five years without even thinking about it. Like, you're just yes. going so fast. And, yes. and that's when, I suppose, you're talking about being present that you miss all those, you know, wonderful things yes. around you. So... Yeah, I think yeah, very good sort of analogies actually, either way. Yeah, someone actually said um, your wedding day for me. This is one example. Once someone said to me, "Your wedding day goes really quickly." Yeah. Stop and take time to take it all in and actually be be present in that in that moment. And that was really great because it, it didn't even occur to me because we kind of planned this, you know, this uh, amazing experience for all our guests and for the day and everything else and and I got to do that in fact not only did I do that I built into my speech a time for that and I was delivering what my speech was and then at one point I then just stopped and I said I'm now going to take a moment to connect with each of you because it's unlikely that I'm going to have the time to be able to sit and talk with you during today and there's like a hundred people in this room and I want to acknowledge all of you for being here today so I'm going to take a moment to connect with each of you as I look around the room. And I started to look and connect with every single person. And after about the first five people, that takes a few about 10 seconds and every, there's this nervous kind of laughter. Yeah. And I'm what like, what? I thought it was not. <laughs> um, because people are not used to that silence um, and also that personal connection. And I stood there at the front of that 100 people and I spent you know, a couple of seconds on every single person and connected eyes and uh, and and connected connected with every single person yeah. in that room 
and that was very present for me. That was oh, that's great. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and there were a few other times where I got to be really present. Um, like when my, you know, my wife's um, dress caught on fire. That was a, <laughs> a real moment. <laughs> Gone after me. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Is that like a Maltese tradition, is it? No, no. So we were doing, for the photographer, because he wasn't going to stay for the whole thing. Like he'd done all the ceremony and everything else, took photos of the guests and everything else. And he'd kind of done what he needed to do. So he said, we'll do a mock cutting at the beginning. And then once you've done your, you come on because we do our dance then. And then he was going to go. And uh, so he said, well, we'll do a mock cutting. But as we're doing the mock cutting, uh, my wife's was close to the table and like along the line on the edge of the table were tea light candles oh. so her veils caught on fire and then it spread to and it, to her dress and there's people outside and I was next to her you know with her dress kind of behind so I didn't know and there's and there's someone started bashing on the window and we're just like hey and they're like no, 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 no. and I've looked over and there's this fire you know starting Jeez. to because you can imagine you know the veils Goes just quick. just boom yeah. it's catching on pretty quick um so yeah, so I've padded that out, and I've got you know burnt bits of material stuck to my hand, and <laughs> jeez, lucky. But uh, luckily, someone saw it, um, and we got it out. Otherwise, it would have could have been a lot worse. Uh, and no one really knew because um, we stitched the because there was a long train. We were able to lift the train and stitch it. I oh, might stitch it, but you know, clip it on with Rash safety bit, pins. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and you need to get rid of the veil because you know that wasn't recoverable. But um, yeah, and then, you know, no one really knew and the rest of it went on and um, the parents didn't even know. So, uh, and uh, one of them passed away without ever finding out wow. that her daughter's, her daughter's dress that <laughs> had caught on well. fire in the wedding. I would have got a photo that had at least one of them in the album. Bit of shoes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A memory on Facebook. Well, yeah. actually, yeah. sorry, I would have tried to have photos and at least have one in the album. I probably would have failed, but that's, that would have been my turn. Yeah. <laughs> Not allowed. That's yeah. Right. But uh, yeah, so um, to me in the moment, it's mm. it's so much richer mm-hmm. is is my experience of living. But it's it's hard, it's hard. So it's unfamiliar. Yeah, we can sit here now and be in the moment because we haven't, you know, we're not in peak hour traffic. We're not on our way to go somewhere. Why not be in? Yeah, no, I'm just hour, okay. I'm just because it's easy for us to sit in a place and be quiet and you know and and be present. Yeah, because we haven't got all the world's distractions around us. So my question is, is what's that look like? You know what I mean? When you are... I'm very present in peak hour traffic. On a, on a I mission. I bring my, all my Jedi skills to my driving now. No oh, gap is too small. Yeah. No gap I was, is too small. I was very present on one occasion, a couple, <laughs> few occasions driving my car. No, but in general, like, let's give some people some, you know, some... Well, it's, it's not tools, but... Yeah, like I was driving today. Well, putting, I, your, putting your car on two wheels is not a recommended. No, it's present. not. It's, it's that's called a stunt uh, in controlled uh, environment. Yeah, but driving, I was driving today, and I thought, well, I, I kind of felt that, although I wasn't completely present, and it was kind of hard to be because I'm, I'm just, I felt that sort of that rat race vibe. Yeah, and kind of being present so you're, enough you're, to tune you're giving in. all our audience. Um, excuses because it's hard. You keep using that word. Oh, it's hard. It's hard. It's Just hard. you know, what I mean? yeah. and our poor audience is going. Well, you know, these guys obviously practice this stuff. What hope have I got? I'll just continue on my merry way. But again, that's just what I thought at the time. Yeah. yeah. So I thought it was hard. Whether it fucking is or not is up for debate, and you can <laughs> you can pick holes to it all you like. So well, I'm always going to call unfamiliar. it unfamiliar. Yeah. Either way, it was just a thing, right? 
it's something I felt and I and it didn't feel natural. So I felt I was present, but it didn't feel natural. Like I thought, oh, I shouldn't I shouldn't be in this rat race. I'm not I'm not mm. doing what I what I feel. No, but I've always been okay with it. I've never I've never felt that before. Yeah. I've never seen that before. I'm gonna to suggest to you that the rate of acceleration of population and the changes that go with that is outstripping our ability to cope with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's a good point. Oh, I I drove up to northern suburbs the other day, um, going up there to catch up with friends. The traffic was ridiculous. Why is everybody heading towards the city? Like it was chock a block, absolutely chock a block, heading towards the city. Mm. And I'm like, this is madness. What is everybody doing? The people that are up there should either not be living there, they should be living near their work, or and vice versa. Like there are so many people going into the city and there's so many people coming out of the city. Just for what purpose? Yeah. It just seemed like madness. Well, so there's basically so many people going every which way. Mm-hmm. And that's so... I, I, I'm sure that, that people who are experts in this area will know that the progress of a city follows all sorts of trends. So I just feel that Melbourne and perhaps the whole world, I don't know, however, Melbourne, I feel like the change is happening faster, certainly happening faster than I can accommodate. And I'm, you know, I'm an ex-techo, I'm, I'm okay with change. It's yeah. just, it's, it is happening faster than I'm able to mentally accommodate. Like, it's just, it is too much for me. And I, so then I, now I start looking at my mum, who's nearly 77, and starting to get a newfound appreciation for how she feels. You know? Yeah. It's, it, it is, it's just... I'm um, the same, yeah. It's, then you, you feel that, and it's... Yeah. Things stand out for me, and I'm like, yeah, that's what that is, and it's, yeah. And so that lady you were talking about, who's just, you know, earlier in the day, uh, who's just, you know, stuck in the traffic. Yeah. Doesn't know what to do. And no one's got the courtesy to drive around the poor old lady. Well, all she wanted to do was, well, they were driving around her like, you know, flashing lights and all she wanted to do was get in the left and hand lane. Give, give her a breather, you know, like she, and it was genuine. But do you do that for every person in her circumstances? This is the, I don't disagree with you. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's gone beyond that now because you, you do that for one, then there's another one a minute later and then there's another one yeah. because we're, we're all starting to fall. Well, yeah, well, no, I don't. None of us are present. We're all we're all we're all in our emotions, and we're all trying to you know we've got our own stuff going on, and making it all about ourselves rather than just being present. Because if we're present in that moment, we don't have to feel the emotion of distress about having to be somewhere. Look, we're going to get to that place. Okay, we're going to that place. If you didn't leave early enough, then you know take responsibility for that. Maybe leave earlier next time. But we're like, oh, I've got to get there. I've got to get there. I've got to get there. But you know, we know that the traffic's crazy. Why not just leave, you know, five, ten minutes earlier so yeah. that then you can be present for that well, journey? The reason why, the real reason why that we have is that there's too much to do. I've got to I've got to go right to the line on everything I'm doing. Yeah. Otherwise I don't get it all done. And even then I don't get well, it all we done. Don't, we don't get it all done. There's too much to do. I mean these compute so these computers were meant to make our life easier. They've never they've they've made it re- infinitely more complex. Yeah, they've spread us thin. And that's but we just, again, we just think we need to get all this shit done. Yeah, and, and like, we don't. Reality, and then when it doesn't get done, the world doesn't end. Yeah, and, and in reality, that's what it is. Like, and and people compound it though. Shit, you know, it's going to turn into this and turn into that, and then people start, you know, smashing down Red Bulls and eating like shit, you know, just to push through and work late nights and 
um, you know, not looking after themselves and then that can turn into all sorts of things. People self-medicate because they're not happy with what they're doing. It's like, well, fuck, like, yeah. it's, and, it's, and, and I'll say it, the perception is that it is fucking hard to change that. How do we stop getting on that hamster wheel, right? Like how, how do we that's have a, the question that, like no, but that's episode, awareness. I said when the question gets asked that's the question well, I was thinking yeah. about it earlier and, and, I, and, I, and I agree we've got to find our own solution however yes. what came to me was it's a bit cliched now and again in coaching circles but I don't get people speaking out anymore is one day we're going to reach the end of our life and I guess depending on how it ends we're going to have a chance to take stock yeah. on our life and it's those moments where we're taking stock in our life where we where we'll actually know what's important. Yeah. So the only time we will know what's important is when it's all done. So you're saying, well, is it a good idea that we're taking stock potentially regularly? So how, well, even take even, stock and even more, ask the people at the end of their yeah. life, and, and even more project ourselves there. What do I want to be looking back at? What do I want to be yeah. looking back at? You can reverse engineer it. Yeah. Because the end yeah. of the day, who cares? It's not mine to decide what's valuable for anybody else but me that's it mm. and so what do I want to be what do I want to reminisce on and think damn that was good that was you know couldn't have done that any better yeah I'm glad I did more of that I'm glad I did less of that you know it's just everything is like and I didn't get that right oh well yeah you know yeah um, that that just to, just to be at, at, at peace mm. with it all just to say well it was what it was and it's and it's and it's all good you can ask yourself the question, if I was to pass away now, is there anything that I would regret or done differently? So the, the, 100%. That's powerful. And the, and, the, and, the, and the more functional is if, I've, if I know I've got 30 days. <laughs> there you days. go. There's your answer. If I know I've got 30 days, what will I get done in the next 30 days if I know I've got 30 days? Because yeah. yours is great. It's just that's now. Well, it brings up for you. It brings it up. What's, yeah. Whereas if I've got 30 days and to make cool. everything right. Yeah, there you go. And then you operate for the next 30 days to make everything right. Well, hang on. Yeah, it's like manic, isn't it? Like you ask be, yourself again. It. No, no, You don't no. want to do that? You can do that. However, you, there's what, a heavy would resistance I, there. what would I do in the next 30 days? <laughs> what would I do in the next 30 days? So that's going to be my every day. And but is that ask, sustainable? Well, I don't know what your answer is. Yeah, you could lay in bed for 30 days, yeah. Sustainable. Well, it's sustainable, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, wow. just just lying in bed, you get bed, bed sores, sores apparently. <laughs> yeah, you will, yeah. And is that living? Uh, that's right. So that's what's for you, isn't it? Well, so my experience with this is that um, we come up with, oh, you know, I could lie in bed all day. and But at the end of the day, is that really what it is? Yeah. And it's very rarely that's the kind of thing that it is. Um, yeah, 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 course, yeah, yeah. Yeah, People, people go, well, you know, level. let's get after right. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's and that's the sort of thing that happens and that comes out of that is is not the you know, well, what if they decided to you know X Y Z thing that wasn't necessarily considered to be good. Yeah. And it's like, well, in my experience, you know, you give people an opportunity to to dig deep and have a look inside what they what they want, and they will naturally deliver. Uh, a better ver what we might consider a better version. Well, it's going to be the three things that you often prattle on about. It is absolutely. That's what we're going to look for. Yep. And looking in that direction, they say, <laughs> "What did you call it? Prattle, prattle." Oh, that Jesus! Yeah, oh, we all um, yeah, oh, no. not lovable. Um, not good enough. Don't fit in. That was that was deliberate, by the way. Yeah, want people to go, oh, prattle. Let's oh. yeah, <laughs> that. Yeah, it's all. And oh, that mustn't be very meaningful. Like I'm, I'm deliberate. See, we're, it's, we're focused. This on is Port Melbourne talking. Mate. It's highbrow. Mate. 
It's talk and shit. But and hang Frank's on. There's new like, Port Melbourne. There's Newcastle's old. Newcastle's on. Yes. There's new and there's old. I agree. Us grammar school educated people I are agree. in a new Port Melbourne. Oh. Well, Wishing we'd spend the old Saturday night in the old Port Melbourne. Well, yeah, of course you <laughs> and, and getting back there. <laughs> so, um, how do you want to wrap this up? Well, hang on. The three things. The three things? That's seriously. That's okay. surely... If they are the three things we all do in every moment of our lives, then they're the three things we want to look back on and go, I had enough of that, that, and that. Yeah. But say, yeah. yeah, but saying taking yourself I'm good out, enough. I'm lovable. Yep. But we are. And like, I didn't need anyone else's acceptance. But we are anyway. Look. And how do we do that now? Well, we do. I'm. Is the question. Yeah. I like, because it's easy for us to sit here and say, you know, fucking. You're this, you're that. That's what it is. Simple answers, fucking dot. But, you know, there's no real journey. You know, some people, it takes a longer time to get to that point of where... By choice. Yeah. mm, If we don't... And Ross used to teach me like this too. If I don't experience the moment, like you can't just give me the answer every five minutes because then I'm not going to learn, right? So I... We can and you can. Yeah, no, no, he could have, but... But knowing he's not doing, that's the problem. Correct. Yeah. But the fabric of life and the journey it has in store for me, this is me personally fighting against it has been counterintuitive. So it's taken longer, but I haven't discovered that until like. Was it counterintuitive, or was that your? Uh, it was it, count probably I'd say say counterproductive. Like I was pushing against the tide. And what's productivity? Oh, that's another conversation. It's just doing things quicker. But just do it, yeah. But again, doing the right, doing the right things that are that align with me. So my, what I'm talking about is seeing, seeing those little things in life. So we're in the rat race. It's mm. it's hard to see those things that you really want to do. If it's you want to be a teacher, you want to you know do something else than what you're in now, but you're not happy. So well, it's because we don't pause. Yeah, it's because we're yeah. in the rat race. Time. Yeah. Instead of going, you know what? I'm just going to be present now. Yeah. You yeah. live in this made-up world. Yes. Like this rat race is a total made-up world that we all live in. We all kind of run around like this. But if you want to look around in life, you'll find people that have stepped out of that rat race. I do not know one rat. Right. You'll see the people that have stepped out of out of it into, you know, you talked about the hippie commune before. Like, that are just living in, just living in but the they, moment. They just don't, well, and I can't say they just don't turn like that, but an analogy was... Uh, when I spoke with someone about Sydney Banks, who was a you know welder boilermaker, and he had a bit of an insight around you know the way the human mind thinks and the way it operates. He went back to work for like another um, two or three years, and then one day he just put his tools down and walked out. That was it. He goes, "This no longer makes sense." Yeah. yeah. So, and that I suppose that's my point is getting to all those little things in life um, that you you sometimes don't pay attention to, but then you slow down enough to start paying attention to them things will naturally drop in so we're not you know we're not pushing against that tide um you know it's like when people say oh i'm in the flow that's yeah your natural state and that yeah. that's what i i'm trying to help other people see that are in that so-called rat race that are too busy to see anything outside of themselves um there's to for me to the access that. to being in the moment is there's nothing we have to do, nothing we need to be, nothing we need, no place we need to, to be at. Yeah. There's nothing. We'll change. Yep. There's we'll no right. There's no wrong. Have. Yeah. Everything's fine. Right now, as it is, everything's perfectly yeah. all right. 
Um, okay. That's one of my ways that I have access to, to being in the now. Everything's just fine, whole and complete, including this, this road raging fool that's yelling at me right now. Who, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Al? I don't road rage. I'm the silent killer. Oh, he's the smoky. Silent but deadly. Yeah? You just come up, wind down your window, mate. Put a cup fart in his window and say, wind it up. <laughs> See this bloke going, oh. Yeah? It's a good one. It's quite, it's quite a Facebook strategy. page, yeah? It's quite a strategy. The cup fart bandit. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know, fuck. So you got to be funny. Where's the joy? I, I thought it needed some joy. We're talking about... Ross is like present as fuck. I'm like, yeah, that's all good and shit, but let's have a bit of a laugh. For the second time so, today, I'm thinking of Deadpool. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Awesome. Yes. Excellent. So I'm very present to the possibility of a... <laughs> What are you cup fart. A, a cup fart. By the studio, do not do that. No, listen. It's got see, cup fart's got no meaning. Right? Cup fart bandit, yeah, or cup fart king. You got to give it. You got to give it some Port Wait. Melbourne, mate. Uh, what's you got to give it some. And what's the number plate going to be? I wonder. Well, wouldn't it be CPFK or something like that? One zero. You could start a crew. Cup FK. Yeah, zero one, and then we'll have like a, a team. I'll do your stickers, man. I'll say unit one, and then we'll get up to like hundreds of units, yeah? And if everyone's been a dick on the road, you get a cup fart. And then they'll come from manufactured engineered guns. Not, not guns, but they'll be air guns. What you need, what I always thought would be excellent, is just have a button on my dashboard, and when I press it, this hand reaches out of my car over to the person behind, slaps them on the back of the head, and then retracts back into my car again. I like that. That was what I saw. That's it. Pew, pew. Yeah. I like that. How close to <laughs> how close yeah. to police livery can you make my car before you're in trouble? Oh, see, I can't be associated with things like that. But you know, yeah, I think there's a legality. Yeah. All right. I just I had a sudden idea. That was only the first idea. I don't know what I'm going to do with that. But I it's, think it's fun. time to release our audience from this. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it's another, look, it's another conversation, yeah? How far can we legally push things until, like, they become an issue? Should we get a lawyer in? I know some gun lawyers. I know if you want to. Grey areas, too, they work I in. I if you want to. I mean... No, no, really. They have it's really po- good. They have their place, but you talk about lack of productivity, lack of point. Yeah. That's their place. Yeah. The fucking circles they work in are just bigger circles, mate. Just Sounds a bit like this conversation. Circles it's, it's, it's totally like this conversation. That's all right. That's good. We just don't charge as much per hour. So there's something for us. We should. There'll be an invoice yeah, in the we should, we should probably tell people that uh, we're actually running this thing called a podcast and um, they might tune in and, and listen and we might earn more. I'm going to anchor it soon. You should. Yes, do it. And feedback as always, yeah? People yeah, can. look, we'd, we'd love to hear your feedback. Uh, whatever that is, be real about it. Yeah, tell it like it is. If you're a female who didn't like what we said on the last podcast, you know, we, we, Al's taking feedback, um, Ross is fielding calls. So it's good, man. It's really good of you guys. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. It has been fun. I look forward to uh, to spinning a yarn with you or whatever it is that we're doing here on the next episode. <laughs> Thank you. This has been Ross Pepper, Alistair McDonald, and Luke Farrar for the Ross, L and Luke Show. If you wish to get in contact regarding the show, please reach out to us via email at rosslluke at gmail.com. That's rosslluke at gmail.com. To discover more about myself, Ross Pepper, please visit my website, rosspepper.com. 
To check out Al and discover what he can do for your team, please visit his website, alistairmcdonald.com.au. And if you're ready for an awesome sign for your business, be sure to visit Luke at lfsigns.com.au. This has been the Ross Allen Luke Show. Thanks for listening and have a spectacular day.